Hello and welcome to the MIDI Music Company Seekers podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, and today's guest is Jamie. He is a London-based, Lewisham-based guitarist and songwriter, writing across genres from folk to soul and beyond. He's got a solo project, Jim Bell, and also performs with his band, Kombu Nori, as well as playing guitar for neo-soul singer Evie Asio, who is also a Seekers member. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so tell us how you got started in music. I had I had guitar lessons in primary school. I don't think I was um, particularly good at practicing, but some somehow I became. Um, I started. I basically wanted to figure out what made songs work. So I'd sit there for ages playing chords, figuring out the songs I liked, and then eventually I started writing them. Cool. Somehow. How old were you when you started playing music? I don't know, like ten. Like young, but I probably actually properly started playing it when I was like 15, 16. Okay, yeah. okay. So between 10 and 15, what changed? Like what was your, did you get into a style of music or? I don't know. Yeah, I I think I went like back in time. I went back to like the 50s and the 60s and I listened to like the Beatles and Motown and loads of like soul stuff and like, and then, yeah, and I just kind of went through all the decades, you know, yeah. So I think... I got a good good picture of lots of different things. Are there um, any songs that stand out to you as like 15-year-old Jamie was like, yes, I finally got it. <laughs> I, I really loved Simon and Garfunkel. I don't know why, but I remember like listening to like Mrs. Robinson and trying to figure out how it works and um, and yeah, really getting into that. I, I, I kind of veered between, it was two weird extremes between listening to like loads of like soul music, so like people like Al, like Al Green or Curtis Mayfield and then like loads of indie music, like The Smiths or something. And then what came out when I was like 16 or 17 was like a weird combination of the two mm. that did not sound very good at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a lot. I, yeah, I, I loved Curtis Mayfield. I don't know why that called to me, but mm. there we are. Curtis Mayfield, that's a good one. So um, was that you self-taught kind of messing around with music or did you get lessons? No, I had some really good teachers. I'd say, to be fair, the best place I went to was the the local like Lewisham music service on like a Saturday. And yeah, I had some really, really great teachers, especially a guy called Arthur, who I'm sure must have come into MIDI music at some point um, and teaches loads of kids. And he was a brilliant teacher. He taught me to kind of not it wasn't very much like playing to music it was like listening mm. loads and figuring it out by ear and hearing how the songs were made and like learning it on the bass and then the guitar and then the piano so i wasn't really good at anything but i got pretty good at a lot of different things so what, <laughs> what would you say was maybe some underrated advice that really has helped you along the way i would say maybe just like knowing how to set up like a pa system because i remember playing my first gigs um, loads of sound techs are grumpy old men and they have no time for you at all and they look at you with a real sense of disdain um, and I think knowing like where to plug something in and not seeming like an absolute child even though I was like probably literally child helped me a lot in like feeling confident when I got to a gig to play it um, knowing how to set up a PA that's that's yeah. amazing advice <laughs> yeah definitely agree with that so you've mentioned Lewisham a couple of times so yeah. you, you know did you grow up around here yeah I grew up in Crofton Park that's where I lived for about half my life and then I um, moved out towards Sydney but still 
in the area. Always, yeah, always in Lewisham. Now, now I'm I've counted. I'm 420 meters outside of the boundary of Lewisham Borough, <laughs> which is to my shame. But oh. <laughs> I thought I'd expand my horizons, you know. Well, you're 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 a very familiar face around <laughs> um, the Mini Music Company, <laughs> so I think you're still paying your dues. And um, with that said as well, what's your favourite thing about being a Seekers member? Because we do see you a lot. Um, I think probably it's the, the people I've met. I've met some really great collaborators here. Um, there's Evie, he's a brilliant singer and songwriter. James Bo Barkley, um, who has sadly left the country, but is a Seekers member, also a brilliant songwriter. And then my friend Brady McBride, actually, who's a brilliant songwriter, bass player, lots of different things. So I think I've met loads of really good musicians so tell us more about what you're doing currently current projects or what you're working on I've got so I've got a few things I've got a song that's coming out in about a month's time it's called uh, 22 years old which perhaps gives you a sign of how long it takes me between writing something and actually putting it out but yeah I'm really excited for that I think it's probably going to be one of the best things I put out so that'll be really good and it's yeah it's coming about middle of November um, I literally today got the master track for um, the next single for Kombu Nori, which is um, a band I'm in with a few other people, um, led by a, a really brilliant um, guitarist songwriter called Sophie. So that will be coming out soon with a music video as well, apparently. Me and Evie are writing a song together, but that will be out soon. And then I've got two tracks coming out with James, which will come under the name of Leslie Sunset, which is, is what we called our little kind of co-writing project. And that's all recorded. It just needs to be edited and mixed. Yeah, you've got a lot going on. I've got a lot, yeah. <laughs> so if people are interested in, you know, getting in touch or, you know, keeping abreast of what, what you have going on, how can they... Um, I guess Instagram is probably the best place. Um... Uh, yeah, it's like at Jim Bell Music, and then there's links there to everything else. Um, and yeah, you can follow Kombunori as well on there. Go and follow Jamie, uh, keep abreast of everything he's got going on. And um, we don't have that much time left, so I just want to leave you with one more <laughs> question. Um, and that is for you, having got to where you are right now at this point in time, if you had to say thank you to three people, who would you say thank you to? Probably Arthur Lee, the, the piano teacher, who um, really followed me wherever I wanted to explore and was like, yeah, let's explore that. And I think it made me such a good musician in terms of creating. Um, he'd be a big one. Probably my partner, Yasmin. She kind of keeps me sane a lot of the time when I'm kind of spiralling out, trying to do too many things or stressing about whether something's good. And um, probably my friend Gab, who uh, is an amazing drummer and is like a, a living, walking metronome. He really does not go out of time. And I don't think I realised how good he was until I played with other people. I've only realised year after year how insanely good he is. Um, and he has done everything for free and he is brilliant at what he does. Thank you to all these people who have got Jamie to where he is right now, sat across from me. <laughs> we appreciate you. And Jamie, I appreciate you. Thank you for Thank joining you. us today. I appreciate you. And um, yeah, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Catch our next one. Don't know who the guest is going to be yet, but yeah, tune in to find out. Thank you.